I always used to give Owen Sheehan a good bit of grief for his power rankings. They aren't easy, Will. As a group, as players, we have not done one minute of video analysis of any team this year. The Club Championship Show. Subscribe to the GEA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. The OTB Brief with Deliveroo. Food, we get it. Good morning, we hope you're well. It is Wednesday, the 7th of December. I'm John Duggan and this is the OTB World Cup Brief with Deliveroo as we bring you the latest from Qatar. What a day yesterday is the last 16 drew to a close and Portugal, a 6-1 victory over Switzerland. What a result. Their biggest ever win at a World Cup knockout stage and Gonzalo Ramos arrived with a hat-trick on his first international start. Fernando Santos, the manager, remember he led Portugal to Euro 2016 and Cristiano Ronaldo dropped for the game. Santos wasn't happy with Ronaldo's reaction to being subbed in the South Korea match and he made a big decision and the decision, the gamble, paid off. Ramos, 21, first goal sensational, bullet into the top corner. His third, a nonchalant dink. And Rafael Leao, 23 years of age, coming off the bench with a brilliant goal as well. Cristiano Ronaldo, 17 minutes from the end, came on. But by that stage, it was an exhibition match. Portugal had won the match. And the first time Ronaldo has not started a major tournament knockout game since 2008 against the Swiss as well. All the photographers lined up beforehand to take a photo of him. His reactions weren't they're a bit mixed. So after the first goal... He was quite impassive. He did celebrate Pepe's goal with the rest of the substitutes, uh, but he was one of the first down the tunnel at the end of the game, Cristiano Ronaldo. And uh, it's pretty simple. A bit like Man United, uh, the manager realises that might be better off without him in the starting team. And it's maybe a new dawn, and it might have liberated Portugal uh, to the extent where they can really give themselves the confidence that they can actually win this Open World Cup now. They play Morocco in the quarterfinal on Saturday afternoon and then the winner of that tie will play England or France in the semi-finals but Portugal remember Eusebio's team 1966 and then the 2006 version both got to semi-finals Portugal have never reached a World Cup final but it is right there for them they got Bruno Fernandes they got Bernardo Silva they have Ruben Diaz they've all these top quality players in their team and they have the likes now of uh, Leao and Ramos to potentially fire them to World Cup glory which would be unexpected but the, co- the whole thing about it is the liberation of the team without Ronaldo in the team because he's been a cloud over that team you can even see surveys in Portugal being done about it and it'd be great for him if he's an impact sub but that I think is the best he can hope for and it's the best that Portugal should hope for um, Ramos only made his debut a month ago Uh, in a friendly against Nigeria. He's only played 33 minutes for his country before last night's game. Uh, He has been informed, nine goals in 11 games for Benfica in the Portuguese league. And he did score a hat-trick against the Republic of Ireland in the UEFA under-19 semi-final back in 2019. So an obvious talent. But there's one thing having talent. The next thing is to go into a World Cup last 16 match and own it. So from nothing to three goals in the tournament and being in the hunt now for the golden boot, it's pretty sensational. As uh, 59 years since the Swiss conceded as many goals in a World Cup a match. Uh, the OTB World Cup brief in partnership with Deliveroo, delivering matchday meal deals throughout this World Cup. Deliveroo food, we get it. The other game, goal of straw between Spain and Morocco after extra time. Spain had 1,019 passes and one shot on target. Exactly like Russia four years ago, Passing around the world, going around the roundabout all day and not having the clinical edge as they would have had, say, 12 years ago when they won the World Cup, when they had the likes of David Villa in the team and Iniesta and Xavi with much more potency. Um, Bono is the goalkeeper uh, for Morocco. 
uh, in the name of glove, if you want to use a YouTube pun, and he saved from Carlos Soler and Sergio Busquets in the shootout. Spain didn't even score a penalty in the shootout. And it was Ashraf Hakimi, the star of the Moroccan team, 24 years of age, born in Madrid, his uh, parents both Moroccan, and a cheeky Pinanka penalty to finish it and give Morocco a 3-0 win on penalties against Spain. First ever time Morocco have reached the last eight of a World Cup final. It's a fantastic story for the 40 million people in Morocco. Reminds me a lot of Italian 90. A defensive team, well set up, don't concede many goals, um, reach a penalty shootout after a goal of straw and a win um, for the first ever time to get to the last eight of a World Cup. They've only uh, lost two out of the last 43 games, Morocco, and they're only the fourth African country to ever reach at the last... uh, eight of a World Cup, you Cameroon in 1990, Senegal in 2002, Ghana in 2010. And for the Arab world, for Morocco at this Middle Eastern World Cup to be in the quarterfinals is just a great story. Spain lacked leadership. The body language in that shootout was terrible. They didn't have the confidence. And Morocco had physicality, they had confidence, they drive. They had a belief that they were going to do this. You could feel it in the game when you're watching the game. As talented as Spain are, that Spain don't have that. This It's the intangible you'd almost describe it as. Um... And there is a feature in the Premier League in the post-COVID era that I've noticed by doing the stats every week that home advantage has returned and is counting again. And Morocco effectively were playing a home game in Qatar yesterday. You talk about the South Americans and you talk about Morocco and the noise there you could see through once again through the TV. Uh, So Morocco against Portugal. Portugal have to fancy their chances as favourites given that display against Switzerland. But Morocco will be much tougher opposition, I think, just in terms of the will and the momentum that they have. Spain are going home. So we have, what do we have? We have got Brazil against Croatia, 3 o'clock on Friday. Argentina against the Netherlands, 7 o'clock on Friday. These are the quarterfinals, the first ones. Then we have Morocco against Portugal, 3 o'clock Saturday. And then England, France, 7 o'clock Saturday. The UK Times reporting this morning that England have been preparing for two years to beat France. So... Hopefully those preparations for them will work out. Kylian Mbappe skipped training to work on his ankle, but it's not believed to be a serious injury for the 23-year-old who's been the star of the tournament so far. So France will be hoping he's fit to take on the English on Saturday night. It'll be fascinating to see what happens at the World Cup quarterfinals. We're down to the last eight now. And as always, we're going to discuss more about the World Cup on your radio on News Talk from 7 o'clock this evening. We're back with the next installment of the OTB World Cup Brief with Deliveroo. First thing tomorrow. We'll chat then. The OTB Brief with Deliveroo. Food, we get it.